Welcome one and welcome all to a weird episode of Off the Cuff. My name is JT, and only JT here today. Um, Highlander is is not around today. Um, haven't heard from him, so we're just going to assume that his power went out, and uh, we're just going to continue on with the show because uh, last week we had to cut the esports section short. Um, my dog was having some issues, got stung by a bee, we think, and uh, so she was not having a great time last week, but uh, she, she's good now, so no one worry about that. She's, she's good, and um, yeah, but here we are, you and me, alone. JT's off the cuff. Let's see what this brings us here today. So uh, no Highlander's quick quiz, obviously, since Highlander is not here, um, and yeah, I mean, this is weird, so you're, we're going to have to stumble and bumble our way through this episode um nfl news that's normally highlanders bread and butter so not not here i don't really have anything um nfl wise so i guess we're gonna skip over that and uh we're gonna head into the nba i think um and uh what what better to go into the nba with than some Free agency news. Free agency news, free agency signings for every team. Um, I whipped up this little, you know, easy JT alone <laughs> uh, stuff going on here. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, hopefully this works for everyone. Uh, hopefully this works for you out there. Um, enjoy this. So going over NBA free agency, I'm not sure if all this stuff is new or not, but I'm just going to generally overview uh, all of the signings, or mo- like the you know the major signings for for almost every team. Um, so starting with the Atlanta Hawks, Rudy Gay joins via the trade with the Jazz. Um, for the Celtics, big news: Porzingis joins via the three-team trade with the Wiz- Wizards and the Grizzlies. Um, I don't know who O'Shea Brissett is, but he agreed to a two-year deal with them. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, Cam Johnson returns. He's been pretty solid with, for them uh, since he's been there. Four-year deal, too, so they've locked him up for quite a while. And uh, that's good news for them, especially with losing all of their guys, like we said in, in the past. So uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Lonnie Walker, both agree to one-year deals with them. Uh, LaMelo Ball for the Hornets agrees to a multi-year extension. Um, obviously good for them. He's, he is their superstar now, and he's living up to that name, so... Uh, the Bulls, uh, interesting, interesting team. The Bulls because you never really know what to expect from them, year in and year out. Uh, you got Javon Carter, Torrey Craig, agreed to a three-year and two-year deal respectively. Kobe White returns for them. He's been great for them, kind of their star guy now, um, star young guy at least. Uh, so that, that's good for them. We'll see what this year brings for them. Um, the Cavs. Uh, Chris LeVert returns. George's Niang agrees to a three-year deal. I, yeah, I don't really know many of these guys. I feel like I've heard of Karis LeVert before, um, but not really too sure about the Cleveland Cavaliers and, and what they're capable of. That don't think they really did much last year. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, Seth Curry agrees to a two-year deal, which is nice for them. Dante Exum, Kyrie Irving returns. Didn't think that was going to be 
a thing. I didn't think it was going to be a thing with all of the turmoil that they had in that camp, apparently, um, based on reports and whatnot. Uh, you know, the, the, the champs, Denver Nuggets, uh, Justin Holliday agrees to a one-year deal. Reggie Jackson returns on a two-year deal, and DeAndre Jordan returns on a multi-year deal, uh, which is nuts. I mean, I didn't even know that DeAndre Jordan was a part of that team until kind of late in the playoffs, to be honest. Uh, being an old Clippers fan myself, DeAndre Jordan holds a special place in my heart. Um, so, you know, it's good for them. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, you know, good veteran guy, backup uh, type of individual for them. Um, happy that he got his ring this year. Uh, Detroit Pistons' Monte Morris joins via trade with Wizards. Uh, Golden State, everyone's freaking out about Golden State and what they're doing. Draymond Green returns on a four-year deal. Didn't think that was going to happen last week as we talked the last week. Um, so, I mean, that's good for them. I, I, you know, at this point, I would assume that Draymond is just going to continue his entire career with them. I mean, why wouldn't he? Uh, Corey Joseph agrees to a one-year deal, and Chris Paul obviously joins in that trade with the Wizards, and so I saw this mock lineup of Steph, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, uh, Wiggins, and Draymond as their starting five, and that's, you know, people were gassing that up as a really strong lineup, which... It kind of is. It kind of isn't. I don't know. For for me personally, in that, I mean, you got to lean on on Wiggins more. Um, he, he needs to be leaned on more. I mean, he was a big part of their uh, championship run last year. Um, I I thought he was a big part of it at least. I mean, Steph's going to continue to be Steph, but you've got injuries to look out for. Clay also injuries. Uh, Draymond. And Draymond's going to be Draymond. You know, you know what you're going to expect from Draymond. You know you're, what you're going to get from Draymond, and that's kind of that's kind of it. So, um, it, yeah, interesting lineup. I don't hope they might shock me. I don't know, but I really don't think that this Chris Paul pickup. I mean, given the history, given the amount of talent and seniority on that team, I'm not entirely sure it's going to be a good thing for them. I mean, Chris Paul's going to want to come in and and really train up those young guys and, you know, he's going to be a vocal leader, which I think, you know, Steph and Clay and Draymond and probably like to do that as well. All be vocal leaders unless they all come together and really focus towards the common good for the team. I don't really know how that's going to look for the team going on next year. So uh, Houston Rockets have been interesting. Uh, Dylan Brooks agrees to a four-year deal coming from Memphis. Jeff Green he he floats around a lot recently, but he's agreeing for a one-year deal. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, three-year deal. So they're starting to make some things happen in Houston. Uh, I'm really excited for that core team, that first lineup, the starters. Uh, Fred Van Fleet, you know, Dylan Brooks, uh, Jeff Green being that seniority guy coming in, maybe sixth man, maybe not. Um, yeah, interesting to see what they do uh, next year. Uh, the Pacers, I don't really know these guys. Bruce Brown, Tyrese Halliburton, Obi Toppins. I think I feel like I've heard of Obi Toppins, but I'm not really sure. Five-year extension for Tyrese Halliburton. I, like I said, I don't really know too much about those guys, but um, Pacers fans, how do you feel about this? I don't really know. Pacers haven't really been that great as of late, so probably continuing in that same vein. Um L.A. Clippers, my old team, K.J. Martin, joins via trade with the Rockets. 
never heard of him in my, in my life. Uh, you know, no disrespect, just saying. Uh, Mason Plumley returns on a one-year deal, and Russell Westbrook returns on a two-year deal. Um, so interesting stuff there. Um, I'm not sure if Kawhi and Paul George, I'm not sure if their contracts are up or or what, but uh, Los Angeles Lakers obviously gone... You know, went far in the playoffs this this season. Um, a couple of guys returning. D'Angelo Russell is returning. Austin Reeves is returning. He's huge for them. Uh, and then Ryu Hachimura returns. Uh, Jackson Hayes, Toreen Prince, uh, Cam Reddish, interesting enough, and Gabe Vincent uh, all agree to to deals. Cam Reddish, I'm very interested to see what he can do for that Lakers organization. See if he can't pick them up by the bootstraps maybe and uh, continue on where LeBron kind of is falling off or uh, AD and his injuries, you know, his injury prone status. Uh, Cam Reddish, you know, young guy came into the league not too long ago, maybe in 2019, not entirely sure. Um, Yeah. So that's a, that's a nice young pickup that I haven't really heard much about, honestly, until I'm just reading this to you now. I'm very interested to see what Cam Reddish does with the Los Angeles Lakers going into the 2024 season. So, And then the Grizzlies. Uh, Marcus Smart joins, obviously, uh, with that Wizards and Celtics three-team trade. Derek Rose agrees to a multi-year deal. And Desmond Bain agrees to a five-year extension. Um, so kind of same old Memphis Grizzlies lineup you're going to get from last year. Expect them to be pretty good. Well, like I said, like, like, like Highlander and I both said last week with the slap on the wrist that Ja got um, 25 games to just try out this, these new guys coming in and then you get Ja back and, and you're really cooking with fire. So um, Miami heat uh, Kevin love returns on a two year deal. Josh Richardson agrees to a two year deal. Thomas Bryant agrees to a two year deal. So kind of same old Miami heat story. Um, maybe they can make a better run in the off I mean, in the regular season. This next year, who knows? The Bucks. Uh, we have Jay Crowder, Brooke Lopez, and Chris Middleton all returning, which is good for them. Robin Lopez and Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley, interesting pickup there coming into the team. Um, haven't heard much about Malik Beasley in the past couple of years. Forgot what team he was even on, honestly. Uh, call me the NBA guy. But um, it's, it's an interesting pickup for sure. Um, Robin Lopez. I feel like I know who that is. I could be mistaken. You got two Lopez guys. I'm not sure if they're brothers or not. Someone let me know if they are brothers. I'm not sure. I feel like they're not, but they might be. Um, Timberwolves, we've got Nikhil Alexander-Walker returning on a two-year deal. And then Troy Brown, Anthony Edwards agrees to a five-year extension. That's good for them. Uh, And then Shake Milton agrees to a two-year deal. Uh, Interesting from Minnesota. Not really sure what to make of that. Probably just middle-of-the-pack team. New Orleans Pelicans, Herb Jones, Cody Zeller. Uh, Herb returns on a four-year deal. Cody Zeller agrees to a one-year deal. Cody Zeller, you know, he had his hype. Uh, kind of died. Pelicans looking to be middle-of-the-pack. Probably maybe down. Ugh, not sure. Dante DiVincenzo agrees to a four-year deal with the Knicks. Very interesting pickup by them. Um, not sure if their team changes much. By this, I'm guessing not. 
Uh, Oklahoma City, Patty Mills joins via trade with the Nets. Victor Oladipo joins via trade with the, with the Heat. And Jack White agrees to a two-year deal. Very interesting pickups. Patty Mills and Victor Oladipo definitely coming in and making that team kind of kind of fear. They, they were already a pretty solid team. I mean, you got you got Shea, you know, Shea Gildas Alexander. Uh, yeah, other guys. I'm forgetting their names now. But uh, joined by Patty Mills and Victor Oladipo. That's pretty two solid guys. They're not going to give you crazy numbers probably, but they're going to be they're going to be nice rotation pieces, nice starting lineup pieces. Um, interesting to see what Oklahoma City does. Uh, I do like watching them. Um, so for the Magic, we got Joe Ingles and Moritz Wagner. Never heard of him, but Joe Ingles agrees to a two-year deal. I've heard of him before. Uh, he's Joe Ingles. Uh, Older-ish player, I want to say. Uh, Magic not looking to do much, too much, probably. Patrick Beverly going to the 76ers for a one-year deal. Uh, see what he can spark in the 76ers camp with uh, reports of... Um, reports of Harden wanting out. Don't know why I couldn't think of Harden's name. Uh, now for the Suns. Here we go. Bradley Beal, Jordan Gooden, and Isaiah Todd join via three-team trade. Keita Bates-Diop agrees to a two-year deal. Drew Eubanks agrees to a two-year deal. Eric Gordon agrees to a deal. Not sure what those are, I guess. Uh, Damian Lee. There's a lot of guys here. Josh Kogi, Yuta Watanabe. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's nice. The, the Suns are doing some things. Obviously, they fired their head coach. A lot of teams fired their head coaches this past uh, off season. You know, end of end of the year. So, see what the new coach makes of these guys uh, coming in here. Uh, Trailblazers. Jeremy Grant returns on a five year deal for the Trailblazers. Good for them. And yeah, yeah. Sacramento Kings. Uh, Trey Lyles returns. Uh, Alex Len returns. DeMontis Sabonis agrees to a multi-year extension. That's good for them. Sasha Veskinov, Vezinkov, I butchered that name, um, agrees to a three-year deal with the Kings. Not looking to do much there. Maybe, maybe. They were actually, they made they made the playoffs because they were an L.A. team. All L.A. teams made the playoffs this year. Uh, so who knows what to expect from Sacramento. Are they the Dark Knights in the West? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, the Spurs, we're almost there. Julian Champagne returns on a four-year deal. Trey Jones returns on a two-year deal. And Sandro, not even going to try to say that name. Eh, I will. Why not? Mama Kalavit. I did so well for the first three quarters of that name. Mamu Kalashvili. Butchered it. Sorry. Someone tell me how to say that. Agrees to a two-year deal. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, not sure what to expect from them either. Uh, Toronto Raptors' Jalen McDaniels agrees to a two-year deal. Jacob. Pole Toll, butcher that as well, returns on a four-year deal. All these names are trying to get me to, to mess them up. Dennis Schroeder agrees to a two-year deal with the Toronto's Ra- Toronto Raptors. Interesting to see Dennis Schroeder join the team there. Um, not sure what their lineup was looking like. Um, you know, Fred Van Fleet leaves. Well, so they're looking at Pascal Siakam still there? Maybe, probably. Uh, two more teams. Utah Jazz. Jordan Clarkson agrees to a three-year extension. John Collins joins via the trade with the Hawks. That's right. I remember seeing that recently. 
Uh, so the Jazz gets get a nice piece in John Collins. Um, I've always liked watching him for the Hawks. Uh, I like watching the Hawks since you know I live in Atlanta. Um, so interesting move from from Utah there. See if they can't build around, not build around, but you know see what Jordan Clarkson and John Collins can bring to their team. Still guys with a lot of heart to give to the game. So and then finally, last but least, last but not least, Washington Wizards. Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, and Mike Muscala joined via three-team trade, Grizzlies and Celtics. Cal Kuzma returns on a four-year deal. Jordan Poole and Ryan Rollins joined via trade with the Warriors. Oh, yeah, Jordan Poole. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then Landry Shamit joins via three-team trade with the Suns and Pacers. So Landry Shamit, Jordan Poole, Cal Kuzma, Danilo Gallinari. It's kind of like they're kind of like rebuilding a, you know their, their top five, their, their front, you know, their first team, pretty much their starters. So interesting to see what those guys can bring to them. Um, yeah, so interesting stuff. Uh, what else do I have? Free agency tracker. Uh, kind of already went through the free agency stuff. Yeah, I'm not really going to say much. I mean, there's teams, I mean, people who haven't said anything. Uh, so James Harden, you know, he's going to opt out. Reports is he's going to opt out from the Sixers. Russell Westbrook. Uh, reports he's going to resign with the Clippers. Uh, we already saw Van Fleet to Houston. Draymond, we already saw that he's resigning. Um, Trey Jones, I'm not sure if we saw that he's resigning or not. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's going to resign more than likely. Uh, who else here? Yeah, we saw Kyrie. We saw, oh yeah, Chris Middleton. He's probably going to resign with, with the Bucks. Yeah, so not too much new information with this tab. I guess I wasn't thinking I was going to go through every single team, but here we are. Um, yeah, what else do we got here? Porzingis to the to Boston. We already got that. Kyle Kuzma re-signing with the Wizards. Feel like we just talked about that. Did we just talk about that? Yeah, we did just talk about that. Um, Jordan Clarkston returns. Yeah, that's kind of all I have for the NBA segment. Uh, let us know what you think about the NBA. Um, you know, hit hit us up on Twitter, on uh, you know anywhere that you can reach us in our Discord. Let us know what NBA news you'd want to see or what has surprised you already. And uh, yeah, we that'll be it for the NBA segment. And we're back. Off the Cup is back again. Thank God. I thought I was going to do this whole episode by myself. I was terrified. <laughs> the good news is all you did was basketball. It was, That's true. It was basically like I was here the whole time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so well, Highlander's here, so everyone rejoice. Uh, off the Cup is back to its full potential, full glory. And uh, just in time, Highlander, what what do you have for us with, with your news segments? NHL, uh, NFL... There, there's been some uh, some NHL uh, oh. free agency signings and okay. stuff going on. So, I mean, there's at least some kind of uh, good stuff going on with something besides sure. just NRL. Uh, so far, the Ducks look like they're kind of formed themselves uh, a team of experienced veterans. They uh, they signed Alex Kalorn for a four year deal. They signed uh, Ranko Gudis to a three year deal. And then they signed Hag, I don't know who that is, to a one-year deal. Yeah. But Gudis, 
was the defensive player for the Florida Panthers last season. Mm. So, you know, he's had, and he played for Tampa when I, I believe when Tampa won the cup. They did good. So things. he's got experience. Yeah. Alex Kalorn has had his whole career with Tampa. Mm-hmm. So he was there during their three year thing. Kalorn said he was really excited and, and signed the deal immediately when Anaheim offered him. Yeah. Because he likes the young talent that the Ducks have with Seagrass and all the young stars. So adding like these veteran guys in a group of young talent. I'm actually excited to see how the Ducks do this season, and that's not being biased. Yeah, yeah. But that's just young talent with veterans, perfect thing. Uh, let's see. Arizona signed Zucker uh, to a one-year deal. Bukestead to a two-year deal. Uh, Valletta to a one-year deal. Galchenyuk. Uh, I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't think any of these signings really help <laughs> the Coyotes. Yeah. Ari- I mean, as of right now, the Arizona Coyotes don't even know if they're going to be in Arizona for much longer. Mm. I mean, they've been having True. troubles with like where they're playing. In fact, I think last year they were playing in like a college stadium. Yes, they were. I, yeah, I, I think I heard something about that. So, <laughs> there's not really many big signings there. If you really look at that, there's not really like anyone that you're like, oh, that's a huge name. Right. Uh, Boston has been very busy as well. Mm. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk signs with the Bruins. Uh, Lucic signs a one-year deal to come back to the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, ex-Blues uh, defensive player, was on the Ducks last year. Signs a one-year deal with the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geeky signs a two-year deal with him. Um, and there's just a couple like smaller guys. I don't think that's a big name, Brown. I don't think so. Is the keyword there? Mm. And what? yeah, there's a couple of smaller guys, but no first. I mean, names. bringing Lucic back—that's that's exciting for Bruins fans. Yeah, he's been gone now for I think what four years. I, I know he had know. a couple years with Edmonton. I remember Lucic on, on the Bruins, yeah. Then he went somewhere else. I know he's been away from the Bruins for a while, but it's just like he decided he's probably going to come back here and retire with them after this season, I'm going to guess. Right. Um, <clears throat> the Sabres trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jost, they sign. Uh, Eric Johnson. Clifton. Um, again, we get the, like, the smaller name people. Tukarski. We'll see. We'll see if Buffalo can. I mean, at one point they were fighting for the eighth spot, but then they just kind of fell off. Yeah. Calgary. Um, doesn't really seem like Calgary has really been very active this season. Carolina, they bring Anti Ranta back. Uh, you know, nice little goal, goalie. goalie. Uh, mm-hmm. Orlov signs a two-year deal. Anderson two-year deal. Bunting three-year deal. Seems like the uh, Hurricanes are going to try to like come back the same way they were last year and uh, see if they can do it again. Yeah, Blackhawks is not really surprised. No one really signed with them, but <laughs> they get the, they get the number one overall pick. So they have one of the best players. Well, I can't really say that yet until he plays in the NHL. But right, it, he could be the second like Connor McDavid of the league. Mm-hmm. And if that happens. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, Colorado's been a little busy. Uh, Woods on the six year deal. That's, you don't really see many six year deals. Massive, in yeah. Uh, Jonathan Drouin signs a one year deal. That's huge. Byram signs a two year deal. Um, Aachen signs a two year deal. Tuft, Wagner, Schneider, <clears throat> Home <laughs> signed a one year deal. Co- yeah. 
I miss Cogliano on the docks. Mm. That that man was fantastic back in the day. Went to Dallas for a few years. Looks like he signed a one-year deal with Colorado. Mm-hmm. And back to like in Colorado. Love that for him. Um, Columbus has done nothing. Nothing. Sounds about right. The Dallas <laughs> Stars. Smith signs a one-year deal. Hanley, two years. Mm-hmm. Duchesne. That's what I didn't expect to see. Duchesne going to be a star. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, again, I think these are just all smaller name people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Wings. Uh, to make this go faster, I'm just going to try to see if I see any like big name people to really yeah. like call out. Uh, Sprung. That's uh, oh, Gossip Spear as well. Okay, the Red Wings trying to build something up here a little bit, like that out of them. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. Detroit used to be known as Hockey City, and well. Not anymore. They haven't, made, they haven't made the playoffs in, I think, 10 years. It's been a while. Yeah. Edmonton doesn't really seem like they signed any big name. Of course, I mean, they have the big name already on their team. I mean, why would you need to sign any more? True. Uh, the Panthers. Holy Lord, the Panthers wow. are going busy. They've been busy. Ekman Larson, Larson one-year contract with the Panthers. Mm. Stellars. Okay. I'm, I'm liking this. Okay. Florida Panthers coming out there trying to get themselves something going again. The Kings signed Talbot to a one-year deal. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Minnesota, they haven't really done much. Mm. Uh, Montreal. Honestly, this Montreal was in the, the Stanley Cup final in the COVID year. They haven't done anything since then. Hmm. Uh, Nashville, I wouldn't be surprised if this team makes it back to the playoffs this year. I mean, Nashville. Right. Devils, they're just a young team that, in my opinion, all they need to do is pick up a couple pieces, and maybe these people are the couple pieces they need mm-hmm. to get them going something good. Um, Islanders, Varlamov signs a four-year contract. Okay, goalie Varlamov. Seems like he's a... They got two seven-year contracts. Dang. Golly, okay. I'm not used to seeing big contracts in hockey like that. Like, hockey is very one-year, one-year. Right. Is that Jonathan Quick? Mm, maybe. Uh, that might be Jonathan. Uh, that's only Quick I can think of. Jonathan Quick signs a one-year deal with the Rangers, so he'll be the backup there. Quick. I would assume that. Nick Benino, one-year deal with the Rangers. Gustafsson, one-year deal with the Rangers. Okay, so the Rangers are trying to... I mean, in all fairness, the Rangers were stacked last season, and I thought they were going to go further in the playoffs. And, uh, well, we all know how that went. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, looks like their Corpusalo signs a five-year deal with the Senators. Okay, Bronstrom, one-year deal. Love that. Uh, we have the Flyers, who picked up Mark Stahl on a one-year deal. Uh, Pittsburgh. Jeez, Pittsburgh's been a little busy as well. Um, yep, it is Jonathan Quick. Okay, I thought so. Uh, let's see. They joined Tristan Jari, their goalie, for a five-year deal. So apparently, they're they're believing in him. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, San Jose Blackwood. I'm pretty sure that's a goalie as well. Um, so they signed a two-year deal with Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sharks are one of those teams again that's starting to get back to. I feel like, besides the Kings who made the playoffs last year, 
most of the California teams, besides like the Kings, well, I'd say even the Kings, kind of, they're kind of on a rebuild. Yeah. Uh, Seattle, who made the playoffs for the first time last year, mm-hmm. um, kind of looks like all they're doing is they're just you know signing some small people here. Not surprised. I mean, they lost a couple people already. Mm. Looking at their free agents, a lot of their free agents are signed with other teams, right? Which makes sense. Uh, Seattle or St. Louis. Um, oh, they've really done like nothing. Nothing. Lightning. Okay, let's see what the Lightning have done as they lost yeah. a few people this this off season. Yeah. Um, they signed Shiri to a three year, Archibald to a two year, Glenn Denning to a two year. Is that? Oh, that's the season real quick. Is this? No, that's not the Johansson I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was like the um, ex uh, National Predator Johansson. Oh. But no. Um, apparently, it's a backup goalie. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Toronto Klingberg joined Toronto. Okay. Bertuzzi. Reeves, I'm learning some new stuff here myself. This is okay. That's what that's what I was saying when I was going through the NBA stuff. I'm like, man, I haven't heard of that half of, the, half of these. <laughs> like, they really don't make a lot of these. Like, they don't really like come out and say a lot of these. Those yeah. are like big name people. Like, kind of like they keep them very quiet. Mm-hmm. Vegas has done literally nothing but lose people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right uh, there. Washington, Jonathan Quick, Jonathan Quick signed with New York Rangers. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah. It does say it. Look at that. Um Washington Capitals got Max Pacioretty. That's interesting. Mm. Adds in with their veteran lineup. Is he a winger? I want to say he's a winger. Uh, right? no? yes, I believe a right yeah. wing. Yeah, I want yeah. Don't ask me how I knew that. Forward limited to five game race. Oh five well games. that's oh wait. He was the, he wasn't even on Montreal last year? I guess not. Wow. That blew my mind. Apparently he was on Carolina, but only played five games. That's probably why he forgot he was on there. <laughs> well, because <laughs> he didn't wrong. play. Uh, Winnipeg. Uh, I don't really see any big names there. Mm. I think that's, that, that's, that's all the uh, free agent news on NHL. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. There's not, really, there's not really any... Is it normal to see free agency moves this early? Because I feel like it's early for basketball as well, but uh, maybe not. Um, not really. Have I just not um, been paying attention to basketball free agency or other than this year? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Same with me, to be honest. Like, besides like NFL, like right. stuff like that, I usually don't really pay attention to like NHL offseason like right away. Yeah. Usually I always like read like, oh, the Ducks picked up somebody. Fantastic. Just kind of catch up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then and then I look at like teams going in the next season. I'm like, when did he get there? Yeah, what's going on? And then like I watch it, even I'm like, where, where, where's where's this guy, this guy, and this guy? You find mm-hmm. out they're here, there, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, who would have thought? Yeah. Major League Baseball. It, the, the time for all-star all-star game all-star weekend is here um, and we have the rosters up to date just yesterday actually July 4th so I'm glad we didn't uh, have the episode yesterday this might have actually this probably was still here but anyway um, 
yeah, so we've got, uh, let's just get right into it. American League All-Stars. Uh, we've got uh, Jonah Heim, catcher from Texas. Yandy Diaz from Tampa Bay. Marcus Simeon, Texas. Josh Chung, Texas. Corey Seager, mm. Texas. Jeez. Texas, you have enough people on here? Uh, <coughs> Mike Trout, Angels. Randy Rosarena, Tampa. Aaron Judge, New York. Shohei Otani, Angels. Reserve, Salvador Perez, Kansas City. Adley Rushman, Baltimore. Vladdy Guerrero, Toronto. Whit Merrifield, yeah. Toronto. Bo Bichette, Toronto. Yeah. Jose Ramirez, Cleveland. Wander Franco, Tampa. Luis Robert, uh, White Sox. Austin Hayes, Baltimore. Yoran Alvarez, Houston. Adolis Garcia, Texas. A lot of Texas guys. Kyle Tucker, Houston. Julio Rodriguez, Seattle. Brent Rooker. Rooker? Rooker. 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 I have to to ask. What is Seattle plus? And what is Houston plus? Uh, Plus is named as a replacement. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like... (laughs) I'm like, is that like a better oh. version of the city? Like, <laughs> and Asterix denotes a player who's inactive or chosen not to play. Oh, oh. so Mike Trout, inactive. Aaron oh. Judge, inactive. Oh, so, the, yeah, so, okay. So you've got three replacements because oh. you're not as well also. as out. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That, okay. Look, good thing I noticed that stuff and we looked up because, yes. okay, look at that. We would just be naming names that didn't matter. I mean, they Game still are all stars, I guess. Well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Shohei, pitcher, obviously. Angels. Garrett Cole, Yankees. Luis Castillo, Seattle. Sonny Gray, Minnesota. Nathan Navaldi, Texas, my guy. Kevin Gusman, Toronto. Shane McCallahan, mm. not there. Uh, Framber Valdez, Houston. Michael what a name. Mike, you know what, Framber? Yeah, Framber. Like, yeah, what a what? name. Michael Who comes Lo- up with the name of Lorenzen, Detroit, and then George Kirby replacing Shane McCallahan for Seattle. Mm-hmm. Relievers, Kenley Jansen, Emmanuel Clace, Felix Bautista, Yenir Cano. Well, the Boston guy made it, at least. He did, yes, as a reliever, but still. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the good, thing about, the good thing about the All-Star game is that at least everyone gets to play, which is nice. Yeah. Not like yeah. you get named and then you just never play. Um, mm. National League, here we go. Sean Murphy, Atlanta. Mm. Freddie Freeman. Los Angeles feels weird not to say Atlanta next to Freddie Freeman. Uh, Luis Reyes, Miami. Nolan Arenado, St. Louis. Orlando Arcia, Atlanta. Ronald Acuna Jr., Atlanta. Man, Atlanta, you guys got enough people as well. Uh, Mookie <laughs> Betts, uh, Dodgers. Corbin Carroll, Arizona. J.D. Martinez, Dodgers. Uh, reserves, Will Smith, Dodgers. Elias Diaz. Didn't we just say Will Elias Smith. Diaz? No. What was I talking about? I don't know. Elias Diaz, Colorado. Matt Olson, Atlanta. Ozzy Albies, Atlanta. Austin Riley, Atlanta. Jeez. Dansby Swanson, Chicago. Pete Alonzo, New York Mets. Lourdes Guriel Jr., Arizona. <laughs> Nick Castellanos, Philadelphia. Hey, a Philly guy made it. Juan yeah. Soto, San Diego. And George Soler. Jorge Soler, sorry. Miami. For the pitchers for the National League, we've got Zach Gallen. Arizona, Spencer Strider, Atlanta, Bryce Elder, Atlanta, Justin Steele, Chicago, Mitch Keller, Pittsburgh, Josiah Gray, Washington, 
Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers not playing, though. Mm. And then Marcus Stroman, Chicago. Relievers, Alex Alexis Diaz. Okay, how many Diaz's are there? There's so <laughs> many Diaz. Okay, Elias Diaz. Where, where was the other Diaz? Alex, okay, they're not the same person. Alexis Diaz, Cincinnati. Josh Hatter, uh, San Diego. I think it's Hater actually. Uh, Devin Williams. Hmm? Milwaukee, right. Man, that was weird. Uh, didn't expect to see a Milwaukee guy there. Uh, Camilo Duvall, San Francisco. And then David Bednar, filling in for Clayton Kershaw from Pittsburgh. So, that is the, that that is the lineups. And honestly, I don't know who's going to win this. I mean, you got guys on both sides. I say, I say, National League got have this. Unfortunately, I think NL. Yeah, I do too. I mean, just the amount I mean, of the, the Atlanta the and Dodgers. I think take it themselves. Yeah, I mean the the names are just insane. I mean, you know, for the AL, they have Shohei Plus, Reyes. Reyes has been really unreal at bat this for Miami. He has. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be an NL actual blowout it might be a blowout you're not wrong um yeah i mean is shohei gonna start is he gonna relief pitcher who knows uh he he, he might start I mean, i'm not sure if this is the actual there's no way everyone's gonna pitch there's more than nine pitchers here uh well Shohei usually they do like one inning right they do one inning. Pitcher. yeah but even still there's there's more than nine names here so not everyone is gonna play um yeah, I mean, the AL might have the might have the pitching edge. They might have the pitching edge, but mm. other than that, I mean, who knows? Actually, here's the thing, though. We also do have Vlad on the AL side. We do, but we have some home run hitters. But has I, mean, I just we, I'm looking at the name of the AL people. We don't have Judge. We don't have Trout. Those are huge names to be taken off the list. Yeah, like I I'm mean, looking at the NL hitters, uh, like players. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, no Aaron Judge either. Right, no Aaron Judge. Yeah. The Trout and Judge gone. Both gone. That's, yeah. That's two star hitters out. Right. Uh, let's see. Freddie Freeman has been doing great yeah, things. Yeah, Freeman. You got JD Martinez. You've got yeah. Luis, the entire Arias, starting lineup has been playing out of their minds this year. For yeah, and then you look at the their reserves and yeah, there's a couple of guys in that reserves team that yeah. I know for a fact they deserve to be in the starting balls. lineup. Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Will Smith, even. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think this is as NL all over it. It's unfortunate. I have to agree. Yeah, yeah. Well. Let us know what you have for this year's All-Star Game, AL or NL. Which one is going to be? In the meantime, let's check in on some standings and see what's changed. AL East, nothing's changed. Tampa, Baltimore, Yankees, Toronto, Boston. That is probably what I'm going to be saying until the season ends. Um, I hope not. AL Central. I hope at some point Toronto decides to wake up. Okay, well, yeah, for you. I thought you were going to say something about Boston. Um Anyway. Well, Boston's <laughs> going down, down, down. Well, okay, okay. We're still... Okay, we're one game below 500, but still. That's good for first place <laughs> in the AL Central. Speaking of the AL Central, the Twins overtake Cleveland. Uh, but other than that, Detroit, yeah. Chicago, Kansas City, they're all they're all the same. So, um, 
Yeah, Minnesota overtakes Cleveland, and that's the only real news. Uh, the AL West also stays the same. Texas, Houston, Angels, Seattle, Oakland. Uh, for the NL East, I think that also stays the same. It's, yep. being, it's being crazy in the NL East. Yeah, it is. Atlanta, Miami, Philly, Mets, and then Washington. Atlanta and Miami. I mean, Atlanta's seven games to the good over uh, over Miami for that first place spot. Seven wins, at least. And they have a lot less losses as well. So they're, they're sitting pretty... They're eight games back, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, Atlanta seems to have that clinched, as they always do. Actually, here's something that I want to point out, by the way. We have new kings in the league, though, with, with Atlanta. Oh, okay. Atlanta, apparently, is as of right now, is the complete number one team right now. Complete number one. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. Last I've seen a thing on it. I think it was on Twitter I saw it. It yeah. was saying that um, it was like some kind of MLB news of like Tampa's finally been knocked off number one. Yeah. Yeah, so Tampa seems to be uh, digressing a bit. I mean, yeah, look at Atlanta, last 10, 9-1. It's yeah. just, they just don't lose. And that's crazy. Last week, they, their last 10 was a 9-1, and one, unless those don't change. Do those change? No, they change. Yeah, they change. So, yeah, they've, the past week, they've, been, they've continued their 9-1 and one last 10. So that's just kind of insane. They only, won, they only lost one game last week. They won four. Won four, lost one. You know, I gotta good. say though, the next division is the division that I'm excited for going down the stretch. Yeah, it is. So NL Central, we have Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Chicago, and then St. Louis. Pittsburgh reclaims third spot. Um, you know, that, obviously that they first were second spot though. They're it's they're tight. competing. It's tight. Uh, if, if Pittsburgh can get their stuff together, they can probably make a make a push. But it'll take a lot of effort from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, Cincy and Milwaukee are just battling, duking it out. And then I see a nice little change in the NL West as well. Uh, the Dodgers overtake San Francisco. Um, Can I just say, the NL West is not what I was expecting it to be. Arizona being no. the number one team? No. It was not. I was expecting it to be the Dodgers, uh, Giants, and Padres competing. Right. Yeah, with Arizona and Colorado just kind of down there. And instead, Arizona woke up and said, listen, we're playing bad in every other sport. Not in baseball. <laughs> we're not getting removed or relocated. <laughs> um, yeah, so Arizona, Dodgers, San Fran, San Diego, and then Colorado. And I mean, at this point in time, call it curtains for San Diego and Colorado, honestly. I mean, even probably for San Francisco. Well, no, not really. They're They're... They're fighting. I mean, like I just said, they were second place last week when we were talking about this. Um, so they, they still have a chance to fight for wild card position. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about... Let's just skip right over to the entire MLB. Um, and like you said, Atlanta is there. 57-28 and 28 versus Tampa's 57-31. and 31, Putting them a game and a half ahead overall. Yeah, Atlanta, they're they're not messing around, and they don't mess around, you know, in the past couple of years. You know, they've always, they, they keep winning their division. They keep kind of winning a lot, you know, if, if not get to the World Series, win the World Series. Um, yeah, so Atlanta, Tampa, Texas, Baltimore, that's the top four, with Arizona right behind Baltimore. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, crazy stuff. Oh, man, Boston's really down here now, huh? <laughs> 43 you know, and 43. You know, I, I, I don't like saying this. Wait, 43 and 43. We were one game below. Now we're even. I just want hmm. to point out Yeah. that if Boston and Toronto don't get their stuff together soon, this season will be done for them very soon. That's true. You're not wrong. Which is actually really insane because, again, Toronto is positive. Yep. They are. And Boston's only one game under. No, they're even. They're even, apparently. 43-43. Wait, are they? Yep. That's what it says. Huh? Oh well, yeah. I might have I might have pulled up last week's when we were one game below. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They are I did, somehow. I did, yeah. So <laughs> I pulled up last week's. How did you pull that one off? Well, I, I go back and forth. I go back and forth last week versus this week. So why can't Toronto and Boston be in the AL Central? I know, right? We'd be in one and two. Oh, It'd be great. Fuck. Well, no, you would be three. Oh, would I be three? Yeah. Toronto would be one, Minnesota would be two, and then Boston would be three. Oh, true. Well, still, still third's better than fifth. That's oh yeah. Why are we in such a tough division? I know it's sad, but uh, yeah, I mean you're not wrong. If uh, let's take a look at the AL. I said I said we weren't gonna, but why not? Um, yeah, I mean you've got. I mean, it's, Toronto still has the the wild card essentially from this. Uh, well, if you look at the wild card, especially, I don't think oh, they do. Maybe not. Let's take a look at the wild card. Oh, they don't. Houston moved. Yeah, in that's there. what I thought. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I said they don't get their stuff together soon. They're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You got Toronto Angels and then Boston right there. Uh, all of them. I'm hoping for. Either a Yankee or Baltimore collapse. Collapse. I'm hoping. Hoping for a Yankees one. I mean, without Judge, I mean, how much more can they continue uh, on? You know, there's. I mean, they're seven and three in their last ten, so I guess they're continuing on pretty well. But yeah. I feel like Baltimore is more likely though to at some point collapse. Maybe. I mean, they're four and six in their last ten. I don't know. They've been shocking though. They've been they've been they shocking. Have. So they really have. But I just the Yankees. These are just that team that knows how to make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, they are. I don't sure. see them falling off. Houston, Houston knows how to make the playoffs. Yeah. I Baltimore is the only team there that I'm like, they might fall, Toronto might rise. But then again, we also have the Angels right behind us that, I mean, well, I mean, their last 10 hasn't been that good. So thankfully for that. Right. You know what I'm really excited about though, JT? What? The home run derby. I love it every year. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who's One in thing, it. I don't even know who's in it either, but I, I always watch it. Yeah, of course. It's always like one of the most exciting things to see. And I love the fact that, like, these people who are, like, known for, like, multiple home runs, whenever they just don't get that many, you're like, what's happening here? You usually get, like, four in a game. You come to the derby, don't even get three? What's going on? Right. Let's see. Luis Robert Jr., apparently, he's going to be in the Home Run Derby. I don't even know who that is, but fantastic. Good for him. Okay, so the, here are the announced participants. Pete Alonzo, Randy mm. Arosarena, Mookie Betts, 
Cool. Adolis Garcia. Vlad! Vlad is there. Love Luis it. Robert Jr. That's the guy we were just talking about from the White Sox. Julio Rodriguez, Mar- Mariners. And then Adley Rushman, Orioles. He's known to hit the ball pretty well. Listen, there's one man here that I'm going for. It's Vlad, of course. And it's got to be the Vlad. <laughs> Wait, when, when is uh, the uh, Home Run Derby this year? Home Run Derby is Monday at 7 p.m. Central time. Okay, so that's Central time. 8 p.m. our time, Eastern. What day is Monday, though? Monday is the 10th. The 10th. Okay, yeah. So the All-Star Game is on the 11th, which is a Tuesday. What a weird what a weird day for an All-Star Game. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday. That's that's weird. Usually they did it on the weekends. Yeah. Because usually it'd be closer to my birthday. Right. Because usually that's what hmm. I always watch. Like my birthday weekend was usually like the... Uh, all-Star game in the Home Run Derby, and I was like, ah, oh, this is fantastic. Right, I mean, it's called the All-Star Weekend, or am I thinking, yeah. ba- I'm thinking, I'm thinking basketball, actually. It's the All-Star Weekend for no, basketball. No, it used to be the All-Star Weekend for baseball, too, because they used to do a bunch of different things. Huh. So I know there used to be the Home Run Derby. There used to be, like, some kind of pitching competition. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing all that this year, but the way this is seeming, we're only having the Home Run Derby and then the All-Star game. Because I don't really see them saying anything else about, like, any other competitions. Right. But it's kind of sad, because that's one thing I loved about the All-Star game, is because, like, it just tested different abilities. Which is why I like the NFL All-Star game now, like, way, the Pro Bowl. Yeah. How they do, like, a bunch of different, like, side things. It's not just the game. Yep. Without further ado, let's bring on, and once again, I'm so happy that uh, this has gone from a JT episode to a JT Highlander and Friends episode. Uh, let's bring Regal on. Anyway, Regal, how you, how you been, bud? Yeah, I've been all right. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I woke up like 20 minutes ago, but yep. that's okay. I'm that's fine. Out. I just want you to know, this, this man in a uh, police simulator last night tased oh. a random civilian. Okay, well, that went... You did, too. <laughs> okay, listen. They said they were getting their lawyer involved, so you know what? I showed them that I'm the law. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and that's why Highlander does this podcast and is not a police <laughs> officer of the law, thankfully. Uh, listen, I got a lot of drunks off the streets last night. That's good. That's good. I was playing it today. I got a lot of them, too. It's good stuff. <laughs> anyway, week... 18? That was last week, yeah. Yes. Talk about it. What's going on with it? I totally forgot that that was even what week we were in, to be honest. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm not paying attention. Yeah. This week is the final bye week for uh, the State of Origin period. Thank Mm. goodness. Mm -hmm. That's baseball news. Fantastic, JT. It is baseball news. There we go. No, nice. Yeah, now we're here. It wouldn't be an off-the-cuff podcast episode if JT didn't mess up one. Hey, I was making it earlier so it would be it would show Highlander screen versus my screen with the blue and the green. You know, blue for my screen, green for Highlander screen, just like it is uh, in the middle screen. Cool. Thank I you. Didn't even notice yeah. that. Thank that's you. Actually, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I like you, it. okay, I, I got some brownie points here. Thankfully, 
All right, continue yeah. on with round 18. Thank you. I'll just point out, if you didn't point that out, I would have never noticed that. Well, you know, it's, it's for those detailed-oriented viewers out there. I do it for you. I do it for you and for my own sanity. Um, I have an idea, and I'm just like, I got to do that, and then I do it immediately. Thankfully, I don't put it off. So anyway, mm. round 18, go. I'll start your uh, trusty timer. I'll t- uh, I'm going to say one thing that I think Rigo will agree with me. This week made no sense at all. Nope. None uh, at all. It was these games, just- th- this week, I want to like fast forward through this week as fast as possible. I can't because agree. it honestly was a very bad week. Just a, like Every game was either very, very close. Uh, and it wasn't many. An absolute blowout. Yeah, let's, let's mm. just say that a lot of the games I didn't watch fully through because it was boring. Yeah. Mm. Uh, starting off, we had the Sharks uh, Dragons. Now, I think this is the only game where the blowout was kind of justified. The Sharks yes. are just that good on attack, and the Dragons are just that bad on defense. The fact they put <laughs> I mean, 16 yeah. up I against mean, the Sharks is kind of impressive. To in, it, I mean, in the top four team versus a team that's like bottom of the ladder. Yes, yes. that'll happen. I mean, that, like, that is the only blowout that I kind of think is okay. And it's still like 52 points. Compared to some of the other scores we saw this week, is this is not nothing. Yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> this is not the blowout. Oh wow! No, this well, it's it's a blowout, but it's well, not it is. But this isn't bad. the blowouts that I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, going further, we have this game. This game should have been a lot closer, in my opinion. Should have been glad it wasn't. Um, again, this is a Bunnies team that was not healthy. Yeah, no, and hasn't um, been for over a month at this point, right? Like we didn't have Graham in this game. Still no Latrell Mitchell. Um, no Mitchell. No Cameron um, Murray. We had Murray. Did uh, we Murray? didn't have what's his name. Um, I'm losing my mind. Uh, uh. Thankfully, you, thankfully you had Taft though. <laughs> he did. You, have know Taft. you know what triggered me the most is Latrell posted a video on Instagram of him cheering on Taft to score the try. <laughs> And it was the most triggering thing I've seen all week. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't, don't support him, Latrell. You didn't have either. Actually, you didn't have. Wait, Damian Cook came off the interchange? Yeah. That's what I mean. This team was not. This would have been a lot I was closer. working during this game. I didn't get to watch it. So. That's why I said this game should have been a lot closer. Hmm. Interesting. Right. And the, fact okay. that this, the fact that the Bunnies actually destroyed in Auckland as well. I mean, I've been saying since the start of the season, I think the Warriors are going to end up dropping off toward the end, and I, I hope that this is a sparkle of that to come. I mean, uh-huh. let's be honest here. Like I said, this is a must. This this was a much needed win for the Bunnies. Mm-hmm. They lose this game, yeah, they're out of the oh, eight. Yeah, for sure. This week, yep. that uh, that keeps them. That keeps them at seven, and they're in contention for top three. Well, with the next win, mm-hmm. if if they can win this week, they uh, they they can jump up to third. Do you want to talk about this one, Regal? <laughs> we can just l- listen and the fact that's a home game too I, I did watch this game uh, with uh, Matt who's my mom's partner who's also a Melbourne fan and I ended up walking away with like 20 minutes left in the game cause was it because it was your just... mom was chirping you no she wasn't even there she was, she oh. was upstairs I, I just got sick of it um, <laughs> I think it was that Zach Hosking try at the 62nd minute I was like, this is just terrible. I'm not watching this. this, this um, you know what's really terrible. sad is I had the storm winning this game. I, yeah, I think most people did, including myself. And instead, 
somehow again, no the Nathan storm Curry. forgot how to play. I yeah, know. I literally called this like the most even game between the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only people, the only person that the storm were really missing going into this game was Poppy, mm-hmm. and the only person that the Panthers were missing really was. Well, I would argue the entire team was missing in this game, but you know. Okay, well, <laughs> that's besides the point. We're not, I mean, we're not going to go there. Outside yeah, of like, Harry Grant, who actually had a pretty good game. Um, yeah, like the halves, both uh, Hughes and Monster. I feel like they both they couldn't really get anything going. Um, so you know, when, when your halves can't get the can't get the space for your senders and your wingers to get some some meters down the field and you know start scoring some tries even nick me i mean the guy had 16 fantasy points mm. like just show how little he did um you know yeah it was just a defensive onslaught from I'm starting to get scared i thought this year was gonna be a year we're gonna have a different champion penrith though is starting to show some form here and they I don't didn't think have they clear yet I, I think they get beat They'll, they'll make I, it to the finals. They won't make it to the grand final. I keep hmm. wanting to say that in my head that I think this is the year that we're going to have a new champion. Hmm. But I'm really worried the way the Panthers are playing. Like, I thought without Cleary, this team would start losing a couple, few more games. Somehow this team is getting better and better every week. And it's triggering if, me. If <laughs> the Panthers end up winning, I'm going to hate them more than I hate, like, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have one complaint to say about this game going in under it, the Raiders-Titans. The Titans, Titans were robbed of a try because yep. the refs again stepped in mm. and called a terrible call. Yep. Same mm. with the bunker. They, they gave David Fafita a no try when he was competing for the ball. It's fine. It was July 1st. They, the refs were just doing April Fool's Day in July. It's okay. Right. Well, that's, that's all it was. Well, then what's the excuse for the last like eight weeks? Ah, uh, they're just bad. Okay, well. <laughs> just bad. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, so these refs are like, there's so many games this season that have been won or lost because of the refs. And it's just, yep. I, I, I have no words. Like, I, like if and, that try was allowed early on, this is 26-26 going into most likely like golden point. Yep, like uh, you know that the the last twenty minutes uh was just the Titans, you know they scored two tries. They were close to evening it up again. If you, it, like you said, if they had given, got got given that try, it would have been uh, mm-hmm. they would have actually had the lead. Yeah, so um, it's kind of sad, especially like watching that back. They were trying to say that David Vita pushed buddy to get the ball, but mm-hmm. like even like the announcers were saying at the time. You're allowed to compete for the ball when someone kicks it and you're running to the like the dry area. You're allowed yep. to compete for it. And so these sorts of decisions it's, it's clean. more and more. Like I feel like last year it didn't happen as often as it yeah, is no. this year. This year has been it the NRL this year started to look like the NFL recently, where like the refs just dictate a game and it's like the, the ref should not have this much power. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's sad that the Titans that happened to the Titans. I mean, good job to the I Raiders, really I guess. I really wanted the Titans to um, win game. Yeah, this happened. Um, this is one of those games where... Uh, and like, started- it's worth noting, this is not a top eight team versus a bottom eight team. Like, it's, they're, they're, Both these teams are bottom eight teams, even as of this win. Like, 
uh, or I guess bottom ninth because the Cowboys are ninth. But um, without this win, the Cowboys were bottom eight. So it's like the how how did this how did this happen? I oh this my god! I just I, looked, I just looked at that seventy four to zero. Oh my! Yeah, this goodness. is this is the game that I watched till halftime and then just turned it off. Oh my! It was the biggest loss in West Tigers history. Wow. Um. Yep. This game, and maybe the biggest win in Cowboys history. I'm not too sure about that one. Was though. another close game. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Saw this one live. Wasn't there some kind of thing that happened with this one with the ref as well? Uh. I think you said something about Broncos fans are mad. Oh yeah, where the Dolphins scored. I think it was the last try that they scored. Uh, of three players going out of bounds with the ball. That's what it was. Yeah. Play. Don't know how, the refs, but the refs didn't see it and they just allowed it to be a try. Yeah. Oh, like the sideline ref was right there and he didn't call it. Yeah. You could see it on the camera clear as day anyway. Um, yeah. We got to see that game live and it was, it was good because the atmosphere was good, especially after they were almost robbed. But the Broncos, that sell and Cobra try, I think it was the last try that they, that uh, the Broncos scored was just, it was just gorgeous. Uh, you know, he solos basically like three or four dudes and scores the try. It's wonderful. Dang. I just, I just seen the, last, the next go and I realized, yep, this is another game that I watched till halftime and then turn it off. Yeah, another just blow out. Oh, my I don't know goodness. what the dogs are doing. Especially, like, this is again a bottom <laughs> this, 18 versus a bottom 18. This, like, is, this is a full strength Bulldogs team, too, by the way. Almost full strength, but yeah. Adokar was there, Alamadi, Preston. They still don't Burton. have Kikau, who's a pretty big part of their. Yeah, but I mean, um, the, the, the game that Kiko has played, though, he hasn't really done much. Man, we were talking Drew, about his replacement. Man. His replacement is Jaden Ockenball, who is a winger. Yeah, yeah, true enough. We, we were, talking, I don't know. We were talking about the Bulldogs last week and the amount of fight that they show week in and week out. And like, there was none against this there team. There was none, apparently. I didn't get to watch much of this game, um, and I'm glad that I didn't. And like I, I don't understand how the Bulldogs didn't even put on a try. Uh, and it's it's in a way kind of a good thing for both the Tigers and the Bulldogs that they've had this like destruction because both teams have started making huge changes. Um, you know, like they're talking about at the end of the year the contracts that they're not going to be re-signing. Um, mm-hmm. The Tigers are planning on doing a complete overhaul, basically making a brand new team. Whether or not that actually happens is a different different story. Um, and the Bulldogs, you look at the team this week, and it's, you know, outside of the couple of players that are going to Origin, um, they're starting, they, they just got Toby Sexton from the Titans this week, and they're starting him at seven. Arguably the most important position in the team, and they're starting him at seven. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, they, they clearly know that they're not where they should be with the team that they have. Um, and they're trying to, I guess, some, save some face before the end of the season. And I really hope that they do, because I like the Bulldogs. But I think it's too little too late, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah, they, they you know how they say save the best for last? Well, this week really actually, did. Yeah, actually a close game. Uh, there was a try from Terry uh, Evans that was fantastic, mm-hmm. where the, I think it was Manu went to make a pass. Jerry Evans just absolutely snatched it. It just takes it for a try. Yeah, it was a, such a beautiful interception. The, the, the Roosters were just all like confused of what just happened. Yep. 
And it was like right, reason, it was right at halftime as well. There's a reason he's the Queensland number seven. You know, yeah, he's, he's got the mind for the game and this the just like physical skill of you oh, know yeah. the speed and. and well, it's, it's a shame that they don't have turbo because that manly team is fun to watch at times. Oh yeah, I mean, like last last year, no, twenty twenty one, manly was the most entertaining thing in the NRL easily. Mm. Yeah, that was a uh, a week of crap. Is the best way to say that. <laughs> like, I, 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 I went to Twitter because I remember I messaged Rudy. I was like, "What's going on this week?" And he's like, "I don't even know." I looked up on Twitter, and there's a bunch of random people who was going, "Did I wake up in some weird fever dream, or what's going on here?" Because mm-hmm. it was just like it's- every week was like competitive, and then yeah. all of a sudden, this week went like back to the past of how it used yeah. to be, where games are so one-sided. And it's like, what happened? What's the it's difference weeks, between it's weeks like last week that make me miss the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's gonna be any blood. Well, as soon as I look at the first game of round 19, I'm like, well, uh, never mind, there is gonna be probably a blowout. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on how they've they've overhauled themselves. You know, if the Tigers are gonna be um able to compete, but I but mean, with Nico Hines been... and the Sharks, I mean, they've got Asu Kepeora on the wing. They've I mean, dropped. They've got Tommy Talao back in the starting side. They've dropped David Nolfaluma. I think so. That bet Which, line is calling another blowout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That bet line. I mean, there's a reason here. Like, yeah, the full strength Sharks versus the Tigers team that they're just trying to like fix the Lego. It's like a miss. It's basically like you're doing Legos. You messed up. You're taking it apart. and You're trying to fix it. Yeah. And you're hoping you have the pieces correctly. That's what the Tigers are at right now. Mm. Whereas the Sharks, they're that perfect Lego right now, looking, going, all right, well, we'll show you how it's done. I think Nico Hines is going to have a game. Looking at this West Tigers team, outside of some of their pieces in the forward pack, th- this is the worst <laughs> lining up I've seen them have all season. Yeah. yeah. Dane Laurie and Brandon Wakeham in the halves. Brandon Wakeham's fine, I guess. Dane Laurie is apparently practicing for 5-8. He's going to be the 5-8 going forward, but, I mean, he's been playing fullback for three years. Like, I don't know. He clearly didn't do well in his first game last week. Uh, Dream Buller is obviously fine. Asu Kepeola is listed as a center and an edge, and they've got him on the wing. I would have put Stafford Teller on the wing and maybe put Kepeola in the center. And Tommy mm. Talao, Junior Tupo on the other side. I mean, we all know about how poor Tommy Talao has been this year. Um, and then their forward pack is like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Sharks I would imagine the Sharks blow them out. But mm. because we've said that, they probably weren't. Uh, well, uh, Dragons, Raiders. Uh, I think this will be a Raiders victory. I mean, yeah, GG, you're next. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> the honestly. Dragons are just so bad. Um, even I say Eels because the Warriors aren't having Sean Johnson uh, this week. They don't have Sean Johnson? Uh, I've seen some of this and they're, pl- they're pl- preparing to play this week without him. Oh, okay. He is listed. But that would be interesting. That Yeah, I mean, the Eels should definitely... The, the Eels should win that with him. Mm. Uh, but without him, yeah. I'm a, little, sure. I'm a little offended that they actually have it where, like, 
The Eels are the underdogs in this match. The Eels are playing Isaac Lumi Lumi on the wing, who used to play uh, wing for Melbourne and is arguably the most useless player in the first grade of NRL I have ever seen. No. So everybody put Dallin Wateni's Lesniak on for three tries. (laughs) Oh, no. Or whoever's going up against him, because damn. Also, they're, they're halves. I guess uh, Moses is out for origin. So is mm. Clint Gutherson, and so is RCG. So their halves are Ryan Madison. Oh, and wait. Arthur. Wait, so, that's right. You know what? The Warriors might actually win this. Between Sean Russell at fullback, uh, Isaac Lumi Lumi on the wing, Ryan I Madison, Dejan Arthur. Yeah. It's, I forgot that. Yeah. The Eels are without like, all their starters because the Blues yeah. took most of them. Yep. Yep. And that's the same so, thing with the Bunnies this week. The Bunnies lost all their players too, basically. Kwame Matungi's yeah. gone. <clears throat> uh, Cody Walker's now gone. So, I mean, if Sean Johnson doesn't play, it's going to make it more even, but otherwise, this should be a Warriors onslaught. I'm not I looking forward to this game. Yeah, I don't this know. is basically going to be like the, the Bunnies junior team versus um, versus the Bulldogs. Pretty much full strength, yeah. If we win, somehow we're still favorites, by the way. I don't know how. After the Bulldogs got that whooping. Yeah. You know, can they bounce back? Yeah, you guys are at Cody Walker as well. That's what I mean. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The one thing I do got to say that's good about the Bunnies is we do have a good, like, junior division. So the way the Bulldogs have been playing this year, we might be able to get away with it. Because right now, our veteran player is Blake Taft. If, this if, if the Bulldogs somehow lose this game, they need to just that they just should not show up for another game this year. They <laughs> just forfeit every game. Yep. Just forfeit every game. Because trust me, I looked at the, the team list for this Bunnies team. There's players on this team that I've never heard of in my life. There's players on the team that I've never heard of. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like who is Ben Lovett? And why is he starting oh, second row? Ben Lovett was great. He got a try his, his debut. Did he? I'm yeah, a few weeks ago. It was, it was the whole, the whole crowd was chanting Ben when he did it. They were just yeah, Ben, Ben, Ben. They love him. Okay. Don't know who he is, but apparently Ben Lovett's a huge person in South Sydney, apparently. Uh, this right. game should be good. Both teams are out players. It should be a... a a decent match. I imagine it'll probably be the one of the closer ones. Mm. Um, I still have the Titans like, though. Yeah, I do too. I feel like any game with the Dolphins in it at the moment is not going to be a good Just game. Just because, yeah, the Dolphins aren't full strength, sadly. If it was the Dolphins from the start of the season with their full strength, I think I'd say the Dolphins have a chance to win some games. But they've lost a lot. Yeah. And they're going to be having no hammer. Um. Yeah. No hammer and no Kafusi. That's it. Yeah, I don't. The hammer is such a big piece for that team. It is. Yeah. That. And uh, on the other side, no AJ Brimson, no David Fafita, no Fodawaka, and no Tino. So they they're down their captain, Kieran Foran, yeah. who this is his first year at the Titans, is their captain. But I am excited because that means Tanner Boyd is going to have a game. He should do. So that, that's exciting. Uh, and then, yeah, that's all the and games for this week. All the, the rest buys. are all on buys. 
Yeah, thank God that the origin period is about to be over. Mm. Between origin and buys for fantasy, any of you people, anybody out there that plays uh, fantasy NRL, this has not been a good week. Um, between bye weeks and origin, oh lordy. Yeah, I somehow have an almost full starting team outside of Tyrell Sloan who got injured. <laughs> Lovely, love it. Uh, yeah, let's have a quick That's... little peek at the ladder. Oh, yep, ladder time. Um, the Panthers are back to number one. I mean, weren't they there last week too? I believe so. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And I think they're both on a buy this week, so they'll both yep. get two points as well. Bunnies luckily moved up to the seventh. They're only in first by five uh, actual points as well, so less than a, a converted try. The difference between first and second. That's interesting. Oh, hold on. No, that's four <laughs> points four, not different. Oh, my. Hold on. Never mind. Yeah. Nearly 100 points difference. Yikes. What's really depressing is the Bunnies at one point were the top team in the eight with like, the most points scored. But since Latrell and like all the injuries, all of our games have been low scoring now. And now we're starting to drop down. I'm like, well, this is sad. Yeah. We had such a nice difference at one point. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors are dropping slowly. This, t- the Cowboys are making the eight. Uh, yeah. Their I mean, comeback I'll- season so far is. I was going to say, after how they performed last year, the fact that they're not in the eight is the surprise. Tigers going for the back to back spoon. Yeah. You yeah. love to see that. Oh, man. <laughs> I know there's some people out there that are going to. Not like that. They're just so bad. Manly could make a push as well for the eight. Honestly, though, looking at this eight right now, I only see really one team changing. Like at the finish of the season. I I see the Warriors dropping out and the Cowboys jumping in. I think the Titans can make a play as well. Um, Probably in favor of the Eels, if anybody, just because there's only that two point difference. But yeah, it's a bit of a stretch too. So, is a right now the Eels are just they feel the, the thing about the Eels is they're always good in the regular season until they get to the like playoff, point. and the then that's when they negative sixty five differential. Yep, I hate yeah, this yeah. sport. <laughs> Because a lot of the games that they win are like one try games. Mm. And then the games that they lose, they get absolutely blown out. Man, can teams just come out and stop Molly whooping the Raiders for me, please? First of all, thank you, thank you for uh, coming on, Regal. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's good you to are. see your gorgeous face. Uh, you yeah. know, grace us with greatness. Um, glad you had your coffee today. I did. I need another one. Look, his coffee is like Snickers. If he doesn't have it, oh. he's a whole different person. <laughs> kind of true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you all for watching slash listening to. Uh, 
uh, episode 15. There you go. Uh, it's been a great show, and we hope you've enjoyed it. If you did enjoy, feel free to like this. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, make sure to add us to your list by favoriting, following, subscribing, whatever it is you do to get notified. If you're new here, uh, now on Twitch, and you haven't followed the channel, now is a great time to do so. Uh, if you want to catch us live every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, except for this week where we're here today on Wednesday. True. Um, uh, go over to twitch.tv forward slash off the cuff pod. Find our full edited episodes of this podcast over on YouTube at off the cuff pod. Uh, check out all of our audio sites that we're on over at anchor.fm forward slash off the cuff pod or mm-hmm. cast. Cast, yep. <clears throat> check down uh, below in the description box for our Twitter, Discord links, and come connect with us on those platforms. With all that said, nothing left to do but close out the show. I'm Highlander, he's JT, we'll see you next time.